0: Roy and Celestial, a young married couple that seems to have it all, ambition and promising futures. Suddenly, the world shatters when Roy is wrongfully accused of a crime he did not commit. As the system fails Roy, Celestial is left to navigate a life full of uncertainty and heartbreaking choices. This story beautifully captures the raw emotions, the pain of separation. And the enduring love between these two souls as they grapple with a system that seeks to divide them this is an intimate tale that grapples with love loyalty and justice in the complexities of human relationships the bros bookshelf presents to you an oprah book club's pick written by tahiri jones in american marriage give it up Welcome to another podcast episode of The Bros Bookshelf, where we let the content of the book drive the discussion. I'm your host, Lennon Gibbons. I'm joined by my beautiful wife, Dr. Teresa Gibbons. Hello. And we have, from the Geechee Islands of Mount Pleasant, South Carolina, my lion brother, Mr. Donovan Snipe. What's going on? And we have the smooth, silky, baritone voice of Dr. Harvey Hinton, the third. You know, I have this saying. Sex plus time equals love. He does say that. If you're having sex with somebody, I don't care if you don't like that person or whatever. But if you are spending time with them, regardless of why you're spending time with them, you could just be spending the time because you're trying to have sex with them again. But if you keep spending time with them... Is that what this star said, though? Hold on. No, no. but
1: no. I mean, this is just his equation. And I've told him that I don't agree. If you
0: start spending time with somebody... Yeah, I'm okay with
2: and, his equation. If you're just... having
0: sex with them, you're going to fall in love.
2: But is that yeah. what his book star said, though? Is what I'm no, this book okay. okay. star said, okay I've okay.
3: Had okay. Had a couple right. of... Long-term one-night stands, and we're not in love, but we
0: definitely be getting it in.
3: And we spend time together before and after. Like, hey, what's up?
0: (laughs) How much time do y'all spend together, though? Like, do y'all kick it?
1: Yeah. But, I still feel like, and this can think this is what I said, you have think to, it's okay to love people, but you have to spend time with them and then enjoy that time because you can spend time with someone and you're still looking at the side of their head going, "I really don't like this dude, but he's here, and it's convenient and until I find something else
0: <laughs> so let's get into this book that I randomly picked because I kept singing it. It kept coming up. I didn't do the homework to see what the book was about. I had no idea. I just wanted to read a novel, and I figured I just wanted to explore something that uh, I had no pre biases about. I just wanted to test new da, waters.
2: What you mean? The damn title is you buy. Uh,
0: what you mean, bro? I thought it was a girl, a chick novel, uh, an it American is. marriage. I, it could have been about anything, right? It,
2: Marriage,
3: American marriage, dog. Yeah, that's what. What what else would it have been about?
2: There's there's nothing provocative about that title, dog. You you say, but it ended up being about
0: our America and our marriage, and I wasn't expecting that. Okay, you know, and when you say American, you think American, you think white dominant American, right? So. When it said American marriage, it was speaking to us. Uh, this like side bullshit of bullshit to me. <laughs> you, know,
3: you know that image of marriage that we have for white people in America is fake. Like,
0: that <laughs> shit ain't real
3: even for white people.
0: <laughs> but still, you know what I meant. I just thought I was going to read a book about uh, somebody uh, outside of, uh, my culture.
2: You thought you was going to read about a two-picket <laughs> f- fence and two kids right. and a dog, that type of stuff. Right, and it that's, blew that's my American mind. That's American marriage. So
0: um, I did a little research. The author, Tahiri Jones, she got an inspiration from being in the uh, Lenox Mall. She was doing some research. She, She was she was a student at Harvard and they gave her all these fellowships and stuff. And she was supposed to be putting together this piece on mass incarceration, but she couldn't find any inspiration to do her work. And while she was at the mall, she heard this couple arguing. It just so happened, the guy who was arguing with the
2: girl was named Roy. That explains it, dog. You did some homework, bro. Nah, do you doing some homework? The girl was like, "Look,
0: you wouldn't have waited on me." The guy looked at her and said, "You would have never been in this situation to begin with." And You're she said me, she bro. heard that, and it gave her inspiration to write the book. Hmm. And she she also said that she remembered the advice that one of her mentors at Harvard said, was it a mentor or a professor, but he told her, he said, you need to write the people with the problem instead of the problem to the people. I thoroughly enjoyed this book. It was a page turner. It was emotional. It made me not like some characters. It made me like some characters. It made me be like, oh, and then it kind of, I like how she finished the book. So, uh, I really enjoyed the book. Mm. Teresa, I hear you saying, "Mm," what were your thoughts?
1: I mean, well, the first thing is just in reaction to some of the things that you were saying, um, when you started, you said you thought it was going to be a chick book and it's almost the opposite because it's written mostly from a male perspective there are more male characters i can remember than there are female and then you also said that you liked the way it ended i hated the way it ended so hey i, I don't i guess we'll we'll see but i did thoroughly enjoy the book like you did but obviously for different
0: reasons the way the book went, I don't think that there could have been any other reasonable ending
2: without Shit. it just going left. Okay.
3: Oh, without the left part? Yeah.
2: Without the left <laughs> part.
3: <laughs>
1: I mean, I do simply because I see it in real life all the time. I mean, it's, I don't really want to put anybody on Front Street, but you know, that's life.
2: Bruh, I, I got to give you, you turns. I, I got to give you credit for doing some homework because I mean, that's what you do, right? I, I, I read these things without doing any homework because I just want to be completely um, unbiased and just raw and unfiltered. And I thought this was a male story. I thought it was written by a guy. Um, to Teresa's point, very strong male presence. And to the point about what um, the author's professor told her you messed me up with make, making this about somebody who was in, in graduate school, and this is a reflection of their research. I, I don't like the book no more now for a whole nother different reason. I think before that,
0: this it was started, a great book. Way, It started one way. She was supposed story. to be doing a
2: piece- You just oh, messed me up. You just I'm completely-, I, completely, I,
0: please, completely exp-
1: please explain just, on, to me on, how it messed you up. She was
0: supposed to be doing, doing a piece on mass incarceration, but then it just- How did it mess you up?
2: I mean- to every point around this was a great book it was a great story um the narratives were complex but simple um the people were not the issue the problems that the people were facing were the issue that was perfect that was perfect and i just want to be careful with my next thoughts because i don't know how i feel about the fact that this was research turned into fiction and and I, I got to be careful with what I'm thinking right now. I, 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 I got really. to be real careful with what I'm thinking. Cause I don't want to.
1: I think the idea,
2: <laughs> the idea like, Do you came. What yeah. You, say, I,
1: I, you feel like some
3: exploitation might be going on.
2: I mean, it's a slippery slope because I, I really want to give her all the credit in the world. She did an excellent job. She, she did an excellent job of making the characters complexity The thing that you focused on, right? Um, She did an excellent job. Like, for this to be talking about uh, black male incarceration, this brother was incarcerated. He was framed, right? And uh, as the story goes, we're left to believe that he was framed. And I think that I wrongfully convicted. Wrongfully convicted. Or just lied on. Or just lied on. But lied is intent. Right, right. And so, so, um, what does it mean to have your life stripped away from you? At, you know, and and who's that to support you? Like, it's a very serious question. I think that um is a great discussion to to talk about when we look at it from that lens. I like the space that this was just a story, it was just fiction, and it was just that. I just like that space, the idea that this is now. Um, inspired by a conversation she heard in the mall i i just want to i want to chill out for a second But
1: well, that doesn't really even it's not a whole conversation it <laughs> I was to hey out you wouldn't have waited on me yeah you would be in this situation it, i mean she wasn't I, and i'm still trying to pinpoint exactly why you feel uncomfortable
2: i mean I because can't, I can't say we it just pick yet. up, can't we it pick this up
1: ideas from things all the time that evolve into something else totally different. You know, I could go outside and see my neighbor across the street didn't take her trash can in, but that makes me think about a whole story of uh, the women of Brewster's Place or something it, it it gives me a whole idea of women who have to take their trash out you know because they don't have a man to take it out and that would be completely different than the neighbor situation but it still gave me a spark i i just i don't know i'm i'm grappling I think, with i
2: think i think i think in real life right we we we're in a society where We're competing against each other when we shouldn't be. Um, We're competing against our loved ones when we shouldn't be, when we should be working on working and building relationships and working on building our best selves. We get all type of different distractions and things that make us have to compete. In this case, this brother was incarcerated wrongfully and it just disrupted his whole world. Mm -hmm. Um, We know that that's a real thing. We know that Mm -hmm. incarceration is real and wrongful incarceration is real. Um, The way the book is written, I don't think that um, if we're not careful, the conversation doesn't stay there that this man was wrongfully convicted. The conversation goes into the challenges around what happens next.
3: Yeah, well, I think this is just like a vignette of all of those stories because when people go to jail, the people in their lives still have to continue living. So this is just one particular eventuality or one one particular right. happening of like, what happens if somebody's wrongfully accused? She could have took it another way and had the baby and then we would have been going through a story of like a single parent with a, with a loved one or the um, significant other in jail, you know? So mm-hmm. there's different routes she could have taken with this, but I... I I hear what you're saying about, like, this can be a slippery slope because now we're kind of just exploiting those stories. But, like, those are also stories that need to be told because, like, what does happen to the family of the people or the the people close to the people that are incarcerated, right? Like, because they're, they're also in some type of, like, purgatory or prison themselves, especially mm-hmm. if they're, like, falsely accused. That's, like, a, a whole different feeling. And then you, you feel guilty about doing stuff, yeah (laughs) everything you're here having fun and they're not and so like i don't know it's like you kind of have to tell those stories and like not everybody is going to sacrifice their feelings for that um i should say sacrifice this feeling sacrifice um potential relationships because of this thing as we see in this story they didn't sacrifice absolutely
2: so i mean this 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 idea of an American marriage, and these people are only married they only married a year and a half, right um going back to that point I was making about competition, like um i I know when I got married, the sentiment around we didn't go to marriage counseling, but the sentiment around the marriage counseling circles that I was amongst was that your first year of marriage is supposed to be just you and your spouse. It's supposed to be shutting off the rest of the world and just you two having time to grow and learn each other and yada 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 and yada yada, yada yada yada. Right. I don't know if everyone agrees with that. Um, but if that were a premise, um they just had one year to get to know each other and then their worlds were disrupted. And, you know, that's a that's a challenging conflict in life. I think that's the premise that the book, you know, it starts with. And um that's a that's heavy. And here's another layer added to that.
0: Um, th- they had only been married for like a year and a half, 18 months. And the marriage wasn't, um, it-, it wasn't strong. He still had some growing to do. He was still getting, uh, getting caught with phone numbers. You know, it, it wasn't like it was, you know, it wasn't <laughs> like it was a solid foundation, you know, He was still growing up. He still had some between. It ain't like. Hold on. on. Why did did he have those phone numbers though? Why why did did he have those phone
2: numbers though? So you you talk about him having the phone numbers. The guy, his ego was wrapped up in that phone number. Right. And so we talk about the maturing. A lot of young men, their ego is wrapped up in what they're able to conquer. Right. And so now I got to be married and I got to be with you and and my who I thought I was and what I thought gave me value. I'm not doing that no more. Let me just test these waters to see if I still got it. Right. He was only a year in and he was still, you know, so I think what he was experiencing from what I've talked to of other people and what I've experienced, it, it might be somewhat natural in the first year of a relationship for a younger male who was caught up in that world of, um, you know, Well, here
1: here I am, I guess, in my female thinking, because I'm saying just a year in, you got to know if you still got it. I I mean, that's like 10 year in behavior. That's like I need to see if I still got it at 10 years at one. You hadn't even been out the game.
2: Introduce a level of unnecessary trust into the relationship. (laughs) Hey, a year, a year is a long time.
0: I, I, it, 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 but you're talking about a lifetime commitment when you say, "Hey, I'm going to marry this person." Understood. And not only that, it though. It starts off shaky.
1: It was the beginning. I mean, so it it wasn't a year, and he did it. It was continuous. Like it was something that he it, never
2: stopped. So it was one time, Teresa. He, no, he it, was time. no. it was more than one time. It was
1: more than it no. was. It was the one time that she brought up and that's when she said you know when is this gonna stop and you know I, I get all of that Um, and then going back to what Lennon said I guess in the beginning when he's talked about oh, okay I'm thinking it's going to be one thing and it turns out to be another it was very shaky you know it, it starts out you, you think that you're gonna hear this love story and it's going to be a love story, but it turns out to just be more of a story about it's people real
2: life it's A, right. real a life story, story about
1: people who kind of get thrown together by a marriage. Two people got married and how it affected all of these people. And the most interesting part of the book was how these characters became interrelated and their relationships with each other outside of what we know to be the incident that separated them in a sense. But then as we look so back get at the what? book- we can realize that maybe the incarceration was not what was separating them um if you look at how everything that happened you you can analyze and say you know were these were they ever supposed to be together anyway
2: yeah that, that I, slow, I believe right? the relationship
0: was from the beginning, and it never had a chance to infuse and they never had a chance that's to cold, infuse bro. and become one. His mother
2: didn't even accept That's her. That's cold, bro. Yeah, his his. That's cold. But you've been married fifteen. How long y'all been married? Who? How long y'all been married? Y'all talking like y'all. How long y'all been married?
1: We're talking like you tell us what we talking how long like. Y'all talking, first, I mean, uh, how long y'all... I, mean no, I, I, I don't know because I, I want to know how long what we talking shit? like. I, I really want to know what we talking no, like. Do you hear this shit? Like what? i listen, listening. People, Tell me what it
2: is in, that... You... We're talking about... In a, first of all, again, we're talking about fiction. We're talking about a story. But in we a are. story, right, we're talking about people, uh-huh. the American marriage, people who met in college, right, uh-huh. who didn't really know each other, but they they paths cross in college, uh-huh. then they paths cross a, a year or two after graduation in the real world. So, uh-huh. in another city somewhere else. So, aren't we supposed to be together? Yeah, we're supposed to be together because that's a coincidence and... It would happen right so so well, like to at that your age, point at that age in your I life, thought. at that age in your life so now you get married to somebody that you 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 know them in time for about seven years but you really don't know this motherfucker you just don't you only you just you
0: just now getting to know him so that's why you don't have to rush into the marriage in the lifetime commitment the American okay, but marriage they did. and the so you saying they would have never been married
2: by the time he got arrested No, what do you mean? That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying they did what what Americans do. They did. They 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 were college educated. That's what you do, right? You get married when you find someone, and you build at an early age. Yes, and that works for a lot of people. And it doesn't work for some. It does work for some. some. They had some some conflict at the beginning, but who doesn't have conflict at the beginning? You are absolutely correct, but now, I think that... They separated at the beginning, though. That's they were still
1: going through that conflict I, when you got arrested. Yeah, I think yeah, that... But that
3: was, that was tough. They have a an, an opportunity to, to learn how to reconcile with Exactly. Was the
1: biggest thing. You're right. Exactly. and I, I think we're all saying the same thing, mm-hmm. except for... You are arguing my point, because I went into this story thinking... It's going to be a good story. And I I was rooting for them to always be together. I was like, yay. But then when I got to know them as characters, I realized that they both have issues. Um, Celestial to me more than Roy. But, you know, it it just goes into people. And, and, you know, because this could have. I mean, it seemed like it was going to even work out from how it started. And then we say,
4: <laughs>
1: but still, I mean, I just, I. Like you said, an American marriage, the the feelings that they described about each other. I really thought this book was going to take me into we were soulmates and nothing, not even incarceration could keep us apart. But alas. alas and then, then
0: the book, go uh, then the book took it. a turn to keeping it real, to yeah. real life. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then real life kicked in.
1: You say real life, but that would be horror, a slap so in the face to people who do this. I know no, people yeah. personally who have done this. Yeah, but so, hold on, what Teresa?
4: Hold on, what?
2: What the
0: And the setup the same? Were they like in real love, or did they have a tenuous relationship, and it was new? Both. I both. I know people
1: who've had tenuous relationships, and then one person went in and. One of them got married while they were in and st- stayed married. So yeah. it's I mean, life is life and life be life. in. Yeah, so be life be life and everybody's different and everyone's tolerance for things is different. But I don't want to get too far away it's from true. the book it's and the true. story because it is fiction and it's just their story. And their story was
0: a good story. And, and, and let's not forget that. Roy the one who was incarcerated push purposely pushed her away his wife away told her not to write him not to come see him anymore <laughs> wasn't he just because, bro, come on dog you killing me dog we dog, need them, me, when we, dog. Right? When we, when we need people to actually come around
3: us don't we sometimes do that absolutely Donovan, we do kind of so, she
2: changed the order of the relationship they were married, and she writes him and says, "Oh, this is the letter I never wanted to write. I will always love you, but I can't be your husband anymore." And he's like, "Man, kick fucking rocks. Don't even holler at me no more. <laughs> Don't you understand true? that? Like, I can't well be your friend. Who doesn't understand that? He talking about he cheated? No, he. Come on, bro." He got a letter. I forgot on, about that part. But his daddy was in his <laughs> ear giving him real game, though. Which, which daddy? Isn't
0: that crazy? Which his daddy? biological daddy and how much alike is.
2: they were. You got to rewind that one.
0: His biological daddy, who he never had a relationship with, but they were almost the same person in the real world. When, when his daddy was free, he moved just like his biological daddy when it came to women and playing the field that's the thing she wrote this book so well like a lot of times when you read when women try to write from a man's perspective you can almost tell it's a woman writing from a male male's perspective she was she writing these words was. these was real conversations dudes were having
2: yeah i I really thought they, they, I was these around. were real dude emotions yeah that they I, were having so, so, so Lenny to your point, this the guy... Part, wrote, hold on,
0: really, really, real quick. The only part that I don't know was a real-duty motion is how Andre allowed him to kick his ass in his front
2: yard. Nah, I, I get that part. We, <laughs> that we'll is
1: that. 100%. Like, that, what that. do you mean? I get that.
2: I get that. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> I get that.
1: I, I think sometimes we have to put ourselves in other people's shoes because you when you know you're wrong... When you know you're wrong, sometimes all you just got to take it. You just got to take it. And I I don't I don't want to be, you know, personal. But when you do things that you're not supposed to do and it comes back around, you just got to take that lesson. And his dad gave him. And I guess, you know, we're moving around a whole lot because this book was very interesting. But we're talking about when. The guy, I can't think of his name anymore. Andre. Andre. Andre ended up dealing with Roy's wife, Celestial, and he knew that in his mind he really didn't believe that he was wrong because he felt like Celestial was supposed to be his to begin with but he went about it in the wrong way and he understood that and when he went to his dad and told his dad, his dad basically said, you know what, you know, if you're gonna do what you're gonna do, you really gotta got take that whooping because mm-hmm.
4: you but deserve that I'm- whooping
1: yeah Yeah, it was it was almost like man law, which is why it's interesting to me that you're like it's not believable, because it very much to me is like you got to take that ass whipping to move forward, because if he didn't, it would never be resolved. I think Linus didn't get what he wanted. didn't have to be that bad. Maybe, maybe that's what you're saying. He got
3: to defend. Yeah, not in his own front yard. Like just oh,
2: so 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 so. I just, can we, let me see if we can do a, a, a synopsis? So you got these two two kids, Roy and Seloy, I mean, um Andre and Celeste, who who grow up and they go to college together. And the whole time they're growing up, they're just friends. And they get to college, and Roy is Andre's roommate. And, and homeboy. And well, yeah, homeboy. So Yeah, they try to meet... play together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and that's how he meets Celeste through Roy, and Andre is they just friends. So when Celeste and Roy get married, Andre is the stick man. Andre is the right-hand man. He's their best man in the wedding. Everything is cool. When when Roy gets locked up, Andre is is filling in the gap, blah 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 blah. And Roy's just locked up too long, and Andre says, and Andre "Hey man, start really filling in the gap." But Celeste allowed
0: Andre and in that space. Listen, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you where the infraction went. Where it went wrong was the initial when Roy asked Andre when he came in the room and he looked at her. He looked at Roy and he put his hand to her like, "You know what's up with her." And Andre tried to play it like it was nothing. He should have but, been honest. Be like, we're not you together. Can't be,
2: you can't be. But honest, I like but her. You can't be honest. That's not. That's not. You talking about you in college? It's your home girl from 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 hometown, and y'all supposed to be buddy buddy. You ain't gonna say at that moment, hey man, hey man. I like her, but she don't like me. I'm in friend zone, so leave her alone. <laughs> What, do you
4: <laughs>
1: what,
2: do you no, but nah, brother, <laughs> you, better her, you better not hurt her feelings So you, not- want, you <laughs> wanted
1: him
4: to you wanted,
1: you wanted him to tell You're saying that he should have told In the beginning mm-hmm.
0: That he really he has feelings for
1: Nah, I think Well, you know, that could have nipped it all in the bud But Nah,
2: she's been but like but I, I, don't I don't think, think that's, that's realistic like that.
1: Yeah, I, I don't, don't think like that's great? realistic. I th- I think, though, when they got to be... You know, honestly, though, I just think it's foul. I really just think it's foul. And I, maybe people will disagree with me, but there is a line, I believe. And I'm I'm not holier than thou. I'm not saying that people don't cheat. I don't say that you shouldn't. I don't even believe... Things happen. I 100% believe that things happen. But this, it should not have. it Because it made, to me, it's Andre is weak. To me, Celestial is a spoiled brat. And it just, she was a horrible person. I just don't like her. I mean, yeah, would, it, would, it, oh.
2: would it matter if, if Roy never went to prison? And those feelings still were there, and it still kind of went down like that. Would that Hell be yeah, name?
0: it would have mattered. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
4: because <laughs> would you say like a the, uh,
3: like a response? So, like, so if they had just stayed married, and like she started seeing Andre because Roy had been cheating or stuff like that, it would have been a different
2: or just just because he was always there. I mean, they just they just had to grow into the relationship.
1: If if she had. Now, you know, I I got that that evoked a different emotion, Donovan, so I guess I'm glad you said that cuz I didn't think about that. And then when you said it, I I kind of wasn't as angry. So, if Roy continued to be Roy and he was a womanizer and she was constantly catching him in these lies and he was doing things and she ended up messing with Andre. I think I would feel differently about it. Okay.
3: I think I would.
1: uh, In both both cases,
3: she's still running to Andre for comfort,
1: right? (laughs) But the funny part about it was she didn't really do
2: that before.
1: You know she she really she really and I'm I'm trying to remember but he
2: was in the friend zone. She had no she had no desire to be with him when Roy was out until
0: she
1: became
2: confiding him about her personal business. Yeah, she didn't.
1: He was actually Roy's friend
2: because Roy was
1: locked up. He was more a friend to Roy than, than to Celestial. I think that they just remained cordial and they all stayed in this friendship together. But I just believe that Celestial is a horrible person.
2: Is she horrible because she wouldn't wait on her man or is she horrible because she like what made her horrible? Like she's her husband's locked up. And she's I believe out here she was a horrible money. person
1: because of and the way she money interacted off her with. Too. Exactly. I think that she was a horrible person based on how she moved through life, period. I think she was, like I stated earlier, a spoiled brat. And that she had been overindulged by her family because she was the, you know, pride and joy, apple of <laughs> her father's eye. And, you know, she did I immensely enjoyed the book. It was an emotional ride and it, you know, it makes you think about things and look at things from a lot of perspectives, but I do believe that I tried to be very objective. And I will say that I wasn't a fan of these characters. None of them. They couldn't be my friends. Well, Teresa, you're very particular. What are you talking about? No, I'm Likes actually people. not. I pick up strays all the time. And it just, it was so much about <sighs> them. That was like, uh, uh-uh. I don't know. <laughs> Harvey, what in the world? You pick strays? <laughs> I actually do. Uh, I'm accused of that all the time. So I like different types of people. It was just once I got to know uh, these people, and like I said I, I I got on this journey with them, and I was extremely entertained it was um a good journey it was it was definitely a up and down ride and it was just a lot within the the little bit of time that they actually knew each other but um I yeah. And my least favorite person to like was Celestial. It, I do. I didn't. If she was my friend, I would be like, "Girl, you are, are tripping."
2: It's funny because again, I thought a dude wrote this, but nonetheless, this story it, it it picked up very quickly to me. It didn't take long to develop, and I was hooked on it. So like, I I finished it rather quickly, and I've actually yeah finished it rather quickly because it, it it had me. It's like,
0: it, 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 it's
2: like you want to know what's about to happen next. I want to know what's about to happen next. Yeah. And although it's fiction, it's still real. It's not like make-believe fiction. And it's like coinciding with some other real-life marriage books that I'm reading. Like some of the, the issues they were dealing with and some of the ways that I saw conflict being um, avoided with conflicts being dealt with. Like these were real things that I think people struggle with in real life. And so, even though it was fiction, it was very, very real. I think that the backstory was very, very real of the, uh, the, the, the depiction of the places that they were in. Like that little that place was in Louisiana. Real, I was, that was thinking about you the street. whole time. Yeah, I was thinking about you the whole time. That was a little backwood place with a little, little quarter, little beds, you know, a little bed. You see in the movies with the massage in the bed, the shape. Like all that little weird stuff that was being talked about in the story. I think it made it very easy to follow. And I'm listening to it, buddy sounded like Uncle Ruckus. I wonder if that's the same dude.
1: Which oh, the um his dad, Big Roy? Yeah. Big Roy, yes. And the whole time, and this is hilarious, but the whole time that I was listening to this, I kept thinking that Roy was Beaumonty Jones. And I just was like, "What?" Because I kept saying, "Whose voice does this sound like? Who does,
2: it's who a, it's does a this?" It's a voice have? that you've heard before. It's, I think, so at least.
1: Uh, Donovan. So I know that we all, everybody over here on this side has you know some experience. I guess from your perspective, how do you feel about this book because like we're throwing all of our marriage stuff in here. I mean, we we're relating to this book because we are all hitched. How how did right. you relate? Yeah, listening to it as a single
3: person, it it definitely makes you re-ask that question like, well, why get married? Cuz what is this shit really about? Cuz <laughs> oh, <damn>. oh, <laughs> no, nobody don't nobody I know really talk that greatly about it. Like some people have some shit. Like I got one line brother who's like, his shit is awesome. But I'm like, mm, even they kind of talk about their shit. So it's like, but everybody's kind of like, well, I'm already here. So I'm like, what fuck I'm gonna go? Because like, I'm like, and every married person I know, almost every married person I know, like, if I asked them, like, well, would you do it again? They're like, hell no. Like,
2: so Donovan, let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. To, to your point, right? Spoiler alert. There's a conversation. Where Celeste is talking to Roy and she's saying to him, I saw the feeling that your daddy had putting your mama in the grave. And that feeling right there, we don't have for one another. Anyway, stop, pause. Can you get that feeling for a person without being married to him?
3: Definitely. But then again, I, I guess I have to ask, what is the definition of marriage? Like, is this a legal union?
2: In the context that we were talking about just before. um, Because even, uh, even in the book, I think um, Celeste's dad challenges mm-hmm. the concept of marriage and what it means to be married. Because he has some conversations where he's like, you know, how we got to this point ain't what you think it is about how we got to this point. So I think mm-hmm. that there's this depiction of marriage that's supposed to be about bliss and happiness and skipping and shit like that. But mm-hmm. it's work, right? And it's like, Definitely. what what is the commitment to continue to do the work, I guess, is the question. Can you have it without having paperwork?
3: I mean, you can, but then at that point, it's like, well, why, why aren't we putting this on paper? Like, why why aren't we sharing assets at this point? unless it makes more sense for us to keep ourselves separated. Because marriage on paper is just that. It's just a legal union. It just forms this corporation. You now have these assets that you can create out of thin air. Well, not thin air, but sweat and love. You can create these new assets that can bring in more income to you and prosperity. That's like the, the theoretical, like old traditional marriage. It's the union of like different kingdoms more or less um but within the context of this it wouldn't make sense to do it because then i guess it's like well why not unless there's some financial benefit of being separated like I mean, unless you just want the freedom to just fly away but i mean if you're already if you're already this emotionally tied to somebody you're not you're not going to leave anyway so like you're 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 kind of already married in a sense like
2: Teresa, I told yes. my wife about the story mm-hmm. and I said she was mad at at Roy because Roy didn't tell her about his biological dad but she had had a whole abortion and hadn't told Roy about that Exactly. And I was, wondering, exactly. was that, a, <laughs> I is that a abortion is that a thing that you're supposed that, to tell your, your, your person that hey I've had an abortion you know? by your professor yeah who's married So, so is that a thing Is that is that is that the same level of consent and honesty that you go into a relationship saying, hey, I've had an abortion before.
1: But that's why I said she's a horrible person. And I don't think that she has to disclose that type of information. But if you expect that type of information to be disclosed to you, then you need to be able to give. And I believe that, you know, my radar is always up for reciprocity. And I just felt I like that. she wanted more than what mm-hmm. she was willing to give. And she was a spoiled brat.
2: Mm. Dig it. I
1: mean... Because honestly, you know, if you look back, I just, I feel that they were growing together. And as they were growing, he did have some things that he did not speak of. But, I think that he was actually trying. That was, you know, another thing that made it such a tragedy um, and very ironic. He took her to Louisiana that particular time and he started to open up to her. He was actually saying, hey, I want to bond with you and I want you to know these things. The reason why they ended up at the hotel, all of that was all him trying to show her that he was the person and for her and that they were going to make it. And it seemed in the writing that she was going along with it. And she was finally about to give up some of her selfishness. And, you know, they described this love scene as just, you know, this moment for them that, turned everything around and that they were going to be solely committed to each other. And that was the push that they needed to just move forward. And this was going to be an American marriage and lo
0: and behold. I mean, like I said earlier, even in the title in American marriage, it comes with the connotation that this would be a story about a white American couple. We have been indoctrinated to associate American with white, And anything else would come with a prefix. However, this title, it lands on a marriage through the black experience, which by itself comes with its own set of challenges. And this story shows the struggles introduced in our marriage because
2: of our American experience. So that relationship didn't get a chance to grow. So American marriage, is it, is marriage about being happy or is it about growing together? And that's what the shit boils down uh, to.
3: The ability well, to how can you grow together if you're to not
2: happy? I guess you can grow together if hold on, you're not hold on, happy. Hold on. Is it about what, Donovan? Is it is it what? I'd say is it
3: about just being able to be vulnerable with somebody? Because like to Teresa to Teresa's point, when Roy was starting to like, actually like open up to her, to Celestial, he shut her out. So like, if you can't If you can't like get in that space, like, is it, is it really a marriage? Like what, cause like the happiness can come, right? But you don't have to necessarily be married to be happy as Celestial showed us at the very end because she ain't never got married. So like, is it about happiness or is it about stability, security, and vulnerability?
0: Let's think about this. There was four marriages. There was four examples of black marriages in this book. We had the traditional marriage, but it really wasn't traditional. Big Roy walked into a already made family and made it his own and became the man and the head of his family. Big Roy was probably the most honorable person in the book. He was the most revered person in the book. She, she wrote big Roy up. So that was Roy's parents. Then you had another marriage. You had celestial parents, the Davenports, whereas he was married. He was dating Celestial's mother. She was a mistress at first. Didn't know it. Then you have Andre's parents. And his daddy was a player. I don't know if his daddy was a Q-Dog or not. But his daddy was a player. He was a Kappa. Okay. <laughs> Q's on <laughs> cheap. Stop, <laughs> right right. <laughs> stop it right uh, now. Stop <laughs> the it. Stop it. He was a Kappa.
2: A lawyer, brother.
0: His wife got fed up with him, put him out. He ended up going get get married with somebody else and having kids. And then you had the stars of the book, the main characters, uh, Roy and Celestial. So that was four examples of American marriages. And all four of those marriages were different, but they were a marriage. So there is no one way to be married or to stay married answer your question
1: uncle such and such was married too uncle banks uncle, who? uncle banks
0: uncle yeah uncle, uncle banks was yeah. married mm-hmm. but banks. they didn't really go into his marriage
1: they didn't but but they did show that his wife had a mind of her own and she was very vocal when they were having those conversations and she was talked up as the person who gave celestial quite a bit of advice about being her own person.
0: Yeah. So to answer Harvey's question, is marriage about being able to build, grow together, evolve? I think it's all those things, Harvey. I also think it's about being able to
2: accept somebody and coexist. Those things are much easier to do when that motherfucker's is not locked up. Right. So like, those are or it could be especially locked up for something that they didn't do. Or it could be easy. You right to me?
3: (laughs) Sometimes that makes the heart grow fonder. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I had a friend who was married to her husband for I want to say a a greater part of a decade, but they didn't really they lived together. They didn't really see each other because like he always worked at nights and she worked in the morning. So like they were kind of always passing. And then like they had a schedule change, and then like they were seeing each other more. I think within like the, the next few years they got a divorce and then that was that. So Yep, see for some people it's like if I get too much of you, I ain't gonna want you. I get to, I get satiated with you. And then for some people it's like heroin, I need more when I get more, and when I get more, I need more.
0: I well, say- Teresa and I were married for six years before we started being around each other a whole bunch. Absolutely. And we are still working hard together to try to coexist. It's a never ending because everybody wake up with different emotions. You never know how your day is going to be. And so my day can affect my partner's day and her day can affect my day. So you always working. So I guess to circle back, Harvey, when you really analyze marriage, love is in the back of the line.
2: <laughs>
1: no it love love has to be in the front of the line for you to be able to deal with that other stuff because
4: Who would do it if they didn't it, so, it's so,
0: like so so we, we we are always floating on top of a love undercurrent yeah you gotta
1: yeah, if
4: you, you gotta have
0: be, a love or undercurrent we wouldn't be floating
1: and so that brings she
2: said she said Roy I would love you forever I just can't be married to you. Mm-hmm. I can't. I cannot do this. I cannot be your wife. I cannot be out here making this money, selling these dolls that look just like you mm-hmm. and telling the world that my husband is locked up. I can't do that. I Roy. Do that. But that I- is
1: why I-, I think that Celestial is a horrible person, because I think in her mind, she believes that she is Valid in her points and her thinking, and that, oh my God, oh my God. But she is actually benefiting from him and continually, continually going into these arenas, being catapulted by all of his ideas, and but still just not being able to hold it down for him when he needs anything. And that's what makes her a horrible person to me. And I I think you started asking me, well, what makes her a horrible person? That, absolutely that. Even the name of her store came out of Roy's mouth. He named the store and she was like, huh, what? And she's like, oh, that's doll in French or whatever. And she was like, oh, yeah, I like it. And she didn't even call him and tell him. Hey, babe, I opened the store, gave it the name that you told me. Like, I am doing all of this stuff for us. I'm holding us down. It was five years.
2: Five. Cool Cool world.
0: Cool
1: world.
3: But marriage ain't for everybody. Maybe that's Celeste's story. Like,
0: maybe. Absolutely. It's just not
1: for her. It's just not for her. And. In that, that makes her a horrible person.
0: Well, this is the part of the podcast where we have lit bars. Lit bars is any literary phrase, sentence, saying that jumped out, that you thought that was poignant, brilliantly put together, anything. Um, lit bars. Teresa, do you want to start with your lip bars?
1: Sure. The very first one I have comes when they were talking about the penitentiary. And Roy says, things in here are so bent that you think that someone must be bending them on purpose. Uh Um, Roy also said this dude was booking and... I told you, I thought this was really cute because I (laughs) forgot that people used to say booking. Um, Then it was said, she showed me how to join with a woman. She taught me how to take care of a little boy. And I thought that that was very sentimental. So it touched my heart. And of course, the one that made me the most uh, sentimental, because of course I am just, I'm a mommy at heart, but Roy says, well, Roy was being talked to by Big Roy after going through all of that information um, about him not being his real father. And he said, But she made it clear to me that what she was offering was a package deal. You and her. I teased her and said, what if I only want the kid? She blushed when I said that and even you stopped fighting me. Once you gave your seal of approval, she started coming around to the idea of being my wife. You see... Even if before she said it, I knew you were the one I was going to have to ask for her hand. A big-headed baby.
0: Yeah, that was cute.
1: Stepdance.
0: Big Sorry. Roy. Stop talking about
1: Big Roy. Big Roy, Big Roy was Roy the, the
2: man. I sat beside one of bus for 14 hours. We was touching and I, I was so hot by the time I got off that bus. Did I ruin my life? What? <laughs> that was Roy's mama. That was Roy's mama. The eighteen year old girl on the bus sitting beside the old dude for fourteen hours. Right. right, in right, love right. Just cause she was sitting mm-hmm. beside somebody.
0: I think Roy was an excellent example of a black man written in a novel. And we don't really see that a lot in these novels that we read. They always they don't really put us in the light how Roy is um, is depicted in his bu- book.
1: Yeah, Big because Big Roy stepped up to the plate and he stayed there. Yeah. He stayed there.
0: Donovan, do you have any um, lip bars? To the end. Um,
3: sometimes when you like where you end up, you don't care how you got there. Uh, you can never know another person's mind.
2: Um... Uh, Did Andre say
1: that first When Donovan
3: Um No I think Roy said that Okay And then Celeste was like Nah you can't You gotta But Girl your mama Exactly (laughs) You wouldn't be here Mm -hmm. And uh I know nostalgia I know nostalgia is a hell of a drug But I can't help but recall those days When we were young and broke Mm-hmm. You know, in college, being young and broke, you forge those real relationships when you Absolutely.
4: eat Absolutely. A simpler crunch, time.
1: Juice. You know, you ain't got all cranberry the Cranberry other... juice? Who can afford listen, cranberry juice? Well,
3: some... Uh, the dollar store, babies, right?
0: right. <laughs> hey, Harvey, did you ever uh, locate your lip bars?
2: Uh, listen, I'm sure with it. Listen... If she can't use your comb, don't bring her home. <laughs> that's and then the other one, this I just thought this was cool. When Rob was like, "I hear what you're saying and what you ain't saying." I think that's 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 how you gotta listen, folks. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it for me this time. I got some. He said, "If you're gonna be black
0: and struggling, United States is probably the best the best place to do it." Another one. I tried to explain what made it remarkable was the contrast between the streetness of the pistol and the glitter of the evening. Mm. My anger had cooled like a forgotten cup of coffee. Mm. Have a baby. Save the race. He was smiling, but he wasn't kidding. If girls like them are having all the kids and girls like you stay childless and fancy free, what's going to happen to us as a people? When something happens that eclipses the imaginable, it changes a person. Dear Delvina, thank you very much of two days of Restore to Sex. (laughs) I feel much better now. (laughs) I feel much
2: better than that. (laughs) All right.
0: (laughs) Home is not where you land, it's where you launch. And the last one, Love is the enemy of sound judgment. But mm. that being said, guys, let's write this book. Well,
1: do you want to write this book? because I don't or do you want to touch on your favorite scene because we didn't even mention it until you did your lit bar because that was another time. When I started to say, "Okay, now, sir, you have gone too far because you are super mad because you think your wife may or may not. You're not sure. You don't know. But you hightailed it over to Davina's house.
0: Well, when he went over there, he didn't expect to get
2: nothing. Well,
0: yo, he
1: said- oh, yeah, he was way,
2: going way, over there to get, way, him, to get way, a way, dinner.
4: Way, he said-, way, he said, way, he said way, No,
1: no, 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 no. Way, he said, way, way, I'm way, perfectly fine with just the dinner, but- so, way, way, But you way, way, know way, way, what? I'm going to turn this on. I'm going to And a piece of dinner. i
2: turn it down. They're <laughs> go perfectly, especially with some sleep. <laughs> uh, ooh, ooh. Wait 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 minute <laughs> Hightail? Well, she ain't she ain't coming to, yes to see him. He she yes said, ain't coming to see him. She said ain't your wife no more. Hightail? He ooh. hightailed it over there. Ooh.
1: He should have been tailing it to Atlanta, Georgia, so ooh. that he could see nah. what was
0: going on, and so he can go back to jail. No, exactly. he didn't
1: have to do that. He Don't, could have in the house
0: and see something that he ain't supposed to see. But
1: he still could have seen what he needed to see, and then been all free and clear with Davina. Hey,
2: this man came Teresa. out of prison. Teresa at the local local do Woffer you think house that
0: he's emotionally cook? stable <laughs> enough to walk in upon his wife with his best friend?
1: I think that he already had the inkling and nobody said he, I mean, he still did it regardless. Like he still... You know how you
0: prepare did yourself it. for a for a response. So to when you see something. What he did was go ahead. Really, when you really see it and you're faced with it, you you don't know what's going to happen. So are something
1: you takes... something that you said is really important? That takes a long time to learn. Is it's very easy to intellectualize something and hmm. think that like you've thought through all of it, but emotionally, when the time comes. People have a much different feeling about it. Um, this is something that I hear happen all the time with threesomes.
4: Mm.
3: Where a guy and a girl talk about doing a threesome and they're really excited but for it. But then when the
1: uh, when the girl is watching her boyfriend, husband or whatever, fuck another girl, emotionally she starts to get a whole set of feelings that she wasn't ready for. Um, that There was no way you could have like thought through it ahead of time. Oh, Entertaining you? the thought that he went over there to get that piece of pussy so that he could no, not be I'm as upset.
0: First of all, that piece of pussy is totally... Separate from what I'm talking about, him going to Atlanta. Okay, but that piece he, of pussy he is what with. he went over there to get him a, uh,
2: something to eat. That pussy wouldn't eat really, have A problem. So if his wife okay. I'm not gonna play
1: with y'all. I'm not gonna
0: play with y'all. I
2: am not gonna play with y'all. She said, "Harvey, Harvey said I'm not gets friggin'.
1: No gets brother, gets so brother because
0: we're put not on the menu.'" And he said, "You know what, y'all." You know, Come that on. you're offering it I have me a nice step into that ass.
1: are you serious are y'all gonna sit here and try to pretend because all podcasts and all of pretend these books work. you sit there and you start talking about this that and the other y'all are seriously going to sit here and pretend like when the lady in the Walmart said this he didn't think that something was gonna go down they
2: both knew what was gonna go down Absolutely. Thank you. But Celeste, I mean, Celeste made that condition. Celeste we is isn't. out there in the we streets know. messing uh-uh. around.
0: Uh-uh.
2: And old girl uh-uh. saw that years ago. So she saw it already. She know who... She, oh, yeah, right. she, she saw who it at the bar. And she yes. asked She saw his wife climbing all over yeah. this dude.
1: Absolutely. So, 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 this,
2: so man, this man come out of prison. His wife has already said, I'm not your wife no more.
1: And she's right, already said
2: but, that. But...
0: Roy. So, so she gave him, she gave him the, uh, the pass to, to get that piece of pussy. If his, if but she, Roy if she went there. to
1: Atlanta because he was going. He wanted to save his marriage, marriage, and not only he wanted to save his marriage so bad and in, in such a kooky way that he wrote the lip bar that Lenny just said which was, thank you for... Well, restorative exactly. <laughs> he was, you know, he and, and Davina was so invested. I I, I I saw her and I read through her and I was like, girl, you putting it all out there for this. Because it's you one. trying to get him and you want to wrap one. him in
2: and grab him. It ain't about that when you've been in prison for five years. It ain't about that. You've been in prison for five years. You want somebody to put them eggs on that plate? You
4: had
2: <laughs> <laughs> You want somebody to put them eggs on that plate? That thing had to The <laughs> eggs on that plate? And, that, and that ice. Oh, the ice cold water? Oh, oh my God. And her son was locked up? Kids. Oh, <laughs> my God.
0: <gosh. laughs> Privacy, home alone, no kids. Oh, his son's son. been in the house
2: for a long time. <laughs> he just... <laughs> She was listening to Kevin Samuels. 27, time to sell. 30, 50% off. Over 35, on clearance. 40, outlet.
4: 50, goodwill, salvation army. She knew her hard this was. Were. She, <laughs> she, she put it
1: in and she was trying to grab it, but <laughs> she knew what Kevin Samuels <laughs> said
4: if you
0: over 40, you need to be getting that
4: position.
2: <laughs> when well, you third that shit need to be on the clearance rack. <laughs> she was over 40. Her son was locked up. Hey, anybody can get it. Come here, son. Come here. You gotta be trying to get that pussy away.
1: I'm not going to I'm
4: walking
1: away from it. I'm walking away from it.
4: Davina took care of me. That's the only way that I can tell it. Two days after I got out of prison, she laid me out on her bed and took care of me. With hand and mouth, she touched my entire body, leaving no small parcel of skin I loved. She moved over and under and maybe even through me. Whichever part of me she wasn't loving was on fire, hoping it would catch her attention next. You don't know what you need until somebody gives it to you exactly the way you need it, Gave.
0: She got me right. <laughs> yeah,
1: and he was there for like two days. Three. <laughs> three. Okay, see. Hey,
4: Keanu, way. Let me get
1: my mind off. Yeah, because right. she, yeah, she was off at the Walmart for hey. three days, I guess. Oh, and then she, she had to go back to she work. Was just working there as a greeter. Who said that? You just made that up. I sure did. Exactly. She worked at the get- Walmart. Yeah, she was she a greeter. This was a Morehouse ah. man.
2: Hey, that's where you so go.
0: for a hometown girl.
2: Get
1: it.
0: out. Who
1: was hey. fine as fuck? <laughs> no, 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 no. no, 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 no. She was not fine. She wasn't? She was not fine. I thought she was fine. No, he been- said that. He He said it was, you know, it was
4: all right and I missed it, though the burgundy dress she changed into highlighted everything captivating about a woman's body. In high school, she had a perfect figure, small and thick at the same time, what we used to call a brick house. Big Roy warned me those girls that are fine at fifteen get fat by thirty, so you shouldn't marry them. Thinking of Davina, that advice seemed childish and cruel. Yes, she had a lot going on in the bust and the hip, but she looked delicious.
1: Absolutely. And that's what he said, you know, it wasn't. He said she didn't have a this and a that with the butts. You know, I it was in the right place for the but, right time. But, and the, but with the old Marty Jones but voice. That,
0: but, but that mouth though. Oh, okay. But hey, check this out.
1: You got her I this thought spell. that Oh yeah, he work at a barbershop now.
0: <laughs> I, you <laughs> know what? I thought that he was not going to end up with her. Because they wasn't on the same level, intellectual level. Yeah. Well, I mean, so when, when she wrote that, I was like, "That's not real." But I have to, I have to play Devil's
1: advocate, and we could say that life um, dealt her a bad card. And that she just ended up stuck there. That she was very intelligent, but she just didn't have the opportunity
0: to leave. It makes some, rise rise that. to the top. N- yes, but sometimes
1: steps. you just can't. Make cream a rises. To, it does. A lot of you could be without, the cream without
0: formal education. That are very
2: intelligent. That do very well.
1: That's true. But we're not saying that. We're just saying that she got
2: stuck. She was in doing well. She was, she, she was doing well. She wasn't in need. Her cell was. Locked she, was up. At- she was working. She was working. She was working. She was working in a yeah. small town.
1: In a small town.
2: She was working. She was straight. Too. Okay,
0: yeah. Let's get back to rating <laughs> this book. I'm let me let you start first.
2: It's stay lit. It's stay lit up there. I'm with it.
0: Absolutely. Don of it. Rate this book one through ten. <laughs> Mm, I give it an eight.
3: It's fast paced. I like the characters. Um, I think I like Andre the best, actually.
0: Get uh, out. Hold on, hold on. Let's pause right there. Hold <laughs> on, let's pause right there. Why do you like Andre the best? Get out. He was persistent.
3: Yeah, he, ha- he had to take an asshole before, but you know he got what he wanted. You don't think he was like th- that? Was kind of like
0: a bust of character.
3: Mm, I mean. He could use some improvements, right? But, like, what all mm-hmm. did he do other than take somebody's woman? Like, really, what I all mean, did he do? he just wasn't him? a go getter. Really,
0: everything he really that Andre got fell in it. his
1: lap. Yeah, really, did not take, it. He take it. <laughs> and- and he's not even happy because he wants a wife, and Celestial's yeah. like, "No one's gonna own me." He doesn't have twenty four seven access.
2: He, he does not have twenty four seven access to Celeste. He don't hey, got it like that. Out.
0: If you really analyze uh, Andre's character, right, he had a lot of time on his hands. Mm-hmm. He didn't have a lot going on for himself. He was very available to Andre. He was very available to Celestial. It was almost like he could never move on past her. He should have had a girlfriend and his homeboy. And that's my homeboy's wife. The mm-hmm. girl that I grew up with. He didn't have a lot going on. I think he was dealing with demons that couldn't, you know, uh, his family issues that he couldn't move forward. And it was almost like he was obsessed with Celestial. Because clearly he didn't look at her as a friend. So he was still kind of somewhat chasing her to be his lover. So I he disagree. was disguising it as platonic, but he was always wanting her. I, I, so it made him more of a buster.
1: Yeah, and maybe he did want her, but he had put it away in a sense. Like he, no, he didn't. Because yes, he was he did. always available. He was always available, but why you he can't get another girlfriend? Romance. He, I think he did in certain points. I mean, because she would be around him and other girls. Was was she? I think mm. I just think that he was just so not a strong person that he just got enveloped into what other people were doing that i don't know and that's why i was like what Andre? he just never seemed to develop into a strong character of his own <laughs> he was always like a support or secondary to everyone else in this story
0: he was almost like a like the boring guy Mm-hmm. just yeah, the lane the lane yep Uh, Speaking of
1: which, Teresa, rate this book one through ten. I will rate this book a nine. I think that it was a very good story. Um, You know, I would have liked to like Celestial more, but um, I give it a nine. Very good writing. uh, Very good character development. I was able to relate to all of them and I was emotionally connected to all of them.
4: Hmm.
2: Half hitting. Yeah, I'm a, um I'm gonna get this book a nine. It was it was definitely engaging from the from the very beginning. Um, it was it was it was easy to follow. Uh, complex but simple. And um. Oddly enough, it stayed in the box that I was comfortable with. And that was that was weird Um, because I was expecting a little more drama. Like the drama was tightly confound to understandable drama. And that was almost healthy, you know, because anyway, Um, but I enjoyed it. I really, really enjoyed it. And uh, I thought this was a guy writing this book. I really thought this was a guy book. And so she got me. Yeah, she did. I rate this book a nine as
0: well. I think this book was well written. I think the character development was really, really good. I like the letters back and forth with each other. It gave us an opportunity to have some insight into the characters' personalities and what they were thinking. I really enjoyed the book. I got a nine. Teresa, you up next with the next book. I do. What is the the next book?
1: The next book is actually uh, The Color Purple so um, I didn't get a chance to delve into anything new so since there is a revival of The Color Purple we get to dissect it again and uh, take in its literary value before we all go watch it at the
0: movie theater once more Sounds good Thank you for joining us. Give us a five-star rating. Recommend this podcast to your friends. And join us next time. Thank you. Good night.